Welcome to The Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much-needed peace. Hi everyone, this is Akemi and welcome to The Daily Dharma Podcast. So, in my life this week, um, there has been a lot of disturbances, a lot of shocks to my system, and initially I just felt, you know what, I don't really have it in me to do um, a episode of the Daily Dharma because I felt that, you know, I was too unsettled. I was still, I'm, I'm still reeling and too hurt to really say something and talk about peace, but um, upon talking to a friend of mine, um, they were just like, well, you know what, like, talking about Buddhist philosophy will probably help you to process things and to kind of take out the negative energy and bring in some positive energy. So I decided, you know what, why the hell not? I already have a topic for this episode, and that is gratitude. Um, and that, so you know what, I'm here, you're here, let's do this. So gratitude, when it comes to the Buddhist perspective of gratitude, there's a very powerful position on it. Um, in, a, in a sutra that I was reading recently, um, the Buddha positioned gratitude as an essential quality of a good person. So it's actually kind of immoral to not be grateful for what you have because for everything that you have, there is someone or something in the universe that does not have it. And as a result, um, by not being grateful, we are actually hurting ourselves and hurting others because we're not appreciating and accepting, acknowledging all that is ours, um, all that we've earned um, through our good merits and our good deeds. Um, so, and I think the story that really comes to mind when I think about gratitude um, and Buddhist philosophy is um, a story of a mother. Um, so long, long time ago, there was a mother who lost their one and only newborn child. And this mother was devastated. She tried to do everything to revive this child, to bring them back to life, and nothing worked. Um, one day she heard about the Buddha, and she heard that he can, I should say they, they can perform miracles. And and so she sought the Buddha, and she was like, hey, um, this is devastating. Uh, please, please, please bring my child back to life. I will do anything. Um, it's not fair that their life was taken away from me and I have to endure this grief, this pain. Like, I just, I can't deal with it. And the Buddha said, okay, well, I can definitely do that for you. However, what you'll need to do is you're going to have to bring me a mustard seed from a house in the city from a family who has never experienced death. So the young mother thought, you know what, that's pretty easy. Like I know a ton of people in this city. I'm sure somebody has never experienced death. And and so she went to pretty optimistic that she's going to be able to get a mustard seed from the family that has never experienced death. And so she went door to door, you know, very, very um, dedicated young woman. She And she asked, has your family ever experienced death? And as she went to every single house, she started to see that there was a pattern. 
that every single family, every single house had experienced death in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's their children dying, their parents dying, their grandparents dying, their sisters, brothers, death had come to every single family in some way, shape, or form. And when she returned to the Buddha, obviously without any kind of mustard seed, because I mean, nobody was able to offer it to her because everyone had experienced death. She came to understand what the lesson was about. That death is unavoidable. It's a part of life. And the experience made her help, made, made her kind of humbled to the truth of it. That as devastating and horrible of a loss it was, that death comes to all of us. And some of us sooner than we expect. And part of life is actually learning to accept that and to accept it gracefully. So I think at the end of the story, she gains this bit of wisdom and is able to find peace um, when it comes to her grief around her newborn. Um, and it's a very powerful lesson, I think, in gratitude. And, and, and I say this because ultimately, I think the practice, the actual feeling and practice of gratitude comes from a place of knowing what other, like truly understanding and knowing what lack really is, especially in the con context of others. So in the story, the young mother could not understand what is the true value of life? What is the true presence of death? She couldn't truly be grateful for what she had however short that time was with the newborn, as well as what she had with her life. She didn't even, she couldn't even comprehend what is it that she had and she didn't have before she was able to see what others didn't have, what others had lost, what others had, the pains that others had endured. And I sincerely believe that gratitude is directly proportioned to how much you understand the condition not of your own existence necessarily, but other existences. That when you open yourself up to the lack and the gains of others, because I think in life, um, you know, being part of a capitalistic, materialistic society, there's very much an emphasis on what other people have, but we don't really talk about what other people don't have. In fact, like talking about poverty, talking about the ill, the ill of the world, it makes us feel uncomfortable for a reason. Nobody wants to really hear anyone suffer. However, however, when it comes to really truly appreciating what we have, we have to accept the truth that there are others in this world who don't have what we have, who are suffering because they don't have what we have. And that's what reminds us that what we have, whether it's the oxygen in the air, whether it's, you know, a safe place to live or you know whether it's even the skin on your body that does is not irritated all the time um or allergies that are debilitating um of like bones that are you know are are actually like healthy and and are not growing abnormally i think when we open ourselves up to the pains that others experience and we are able to truly walk a mile in their shoes, and to really empathize with them for a moment. What is it like to live as them? 
and kind of get a tiny sense, even a little bit of a sense of how painful and how difficult that must be for them. I think that kind of empathy is the most important ingredient for gratitude in our lives. Because we cannot be grateful for what we have until we understand what life is like without it. Um, And without that kind of extra perspective of how others are living, I don't think it's really truly possible to really appreciate what we have. Um, So I think in order to truly be grateful, um, and and I say this because... You know, in my personal life, um, I've lived in four countries. Um, Canada is my fourth country. Uh, I've seen so many modes of existence. I've seen very, very poor people. And I have seen very, very rich people. I've seen both ends of the spectrum. And what I've really come to learn is that we can't necessarily say that one one person's suffering is necessarily greater than the other. I think we all suffer in some way, shape, or form. It's part of being human. It's part of living. And when you realize that, you also realize that there is always going to be someone in the world that ha- that doesn't have what you want or what you have, and that is suffering because of it. And when you realize that, you start to see what you have in your life from your body, your organs, your the skin, the bones, the muscles, um, your genetic makeup, uh, you know, the place that you live, the people you call your family, the people you call your friends, the very street you live on, the very grass that you step on, the oxygen in the air, the open sky, all of these things are not to be taken for granted. Because there is someone in the world who doesn't have those things. And when we are able to truly understand that in depth, that lack is a real thing in the world, that there are others who do not have what we have and who would love to have what we have, then we start to understand, wow, I I really need to be fucking grateful for everything I have because nothing nothing should be taken for granted. Nothing is truly permanent and will be there forever. So while it's here, I need to be happy about that. I need to take joy in having what I have. And kind of like bringing a little bit more of my personal life into it, um, when it comes to applying this piece of Buddhist philosophy, um, I think it suffices to say that I got into a bad situation this week and You know, most of my mind and my emotions have been devoted to anger. They have been devoted to frustration, anxiety, paranoia, um, just being angry as to like, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me and my family? Why, why couldn't it be avoided? Why did, why do I deserve this? But in the context of gratitude, it's kind of shifting my perspective a little bit because it's making me think now, well, instead of thinking, why did this happen to me? Why don't I think I'm glad that this is all that happened? Because a lot of my friends actually have been telling me that, a lot of my family too, that I should feel grateful that 
the extent of the damage has been contained and limited to what has already happened this week. And as a result of that, I'm actually going to be experiencing less pain than I think I am. So in any situation, in any scenario, I think it's a very, very powerful and important practice to just make sure that you know what you have. You know what's there in front of you that is yours without you having to ask or try for it. And that you appreciate and acknowledge that. If you don't do that, you're going to lose value and meaning in what you have. And you're only going to be able to see what you don't have. And that's a misery in itself. So I think something I will want to do this week is just really reflect on what has happened and you know, what didn't happen even, and how this situation could have been 10 million times worse. And that in reality, yes, bad things have happened, but I have a choice here. I have a choice to either see this as a blessing, as many of my closest people are telling me, and to take it as in, I should be grateful that this is over, that this is the end, that the situation has already played itself out and that's it. Um, versus being angry and feeling very vindictive and feeling very frustrated at myself that, you know, like, why did this happen to me? Why did I, why was I able to, why, why was I able to experience this? It was such a negative experience. Um, so in a way, like gratitude is very much an important ingredient to living a good life. And I think with the stories and all of the discourse that the Buddha has provided on gratitude, it, it's just a conversation that is worth having every day. And I think you can tell from this episode that I'm currently thinking about it right now. And I'm, I'm trying to remind and make myself understand that no matter how bad the situation was this week, it could have been worse. And for that, I need to be grateful. Thank you so much for listening to the Daily Dharma podcast and make sure to follow us on Instagram at the.daily.dharma and stay safe everyone and please come again next week where we'll talk more about Buddhist philosophy.